0: Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. They they like to turn things around so that they become the victim, especially if they are under attack for their own behavior. So the big questions are these. Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zong, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to today's podcast, I'm Rebecca Zong. In today's episode, we're going to be going over seven mind games played by narcissists. Number one, all narcissists do this. All narcissists, covert, malignant, grandiose, whatever kind of narcissist it is, they use this. It's their go-to, it's their fave, they love it. What am I talking about? You know it, you know it, gaslighting, gaslighting. They love this one, they love it, love it, it's their favorite. One of the most common types of games played by the narcissist is gaslighting. Named for the movie or play from the 30s, Called Gaslight. In that movie, the the husband was trying to make the wife think that she was crazy. And so he was blowing out gaslights and she would go, Wasn't that just lit? And he'd go, No, no, it wasn't. Trying to make her mind play tricks on her. And that's what gaslighting is it's a form of psychological manipulation in which the narcissist attempts to make their target or their victim or whatever word you want to use, think that they're going insane. So, you know, you didn't hear what you heard. You didn't see what you saw. The conversation that you thought you had, you didn't have. The thing you think you're seeing, you're not seeing. That's what they do. They're trying to make you question your own memories, your own perception of reality, your own sanity at the end of the day. And honestly, when this is happening to you over and over and over again, by somebody you are supposed to be able to trust, maybe even love, by somebody who, Comes at you with authority a lot of times, it happens. You start to, you do start to question yourself a lot of times. And a lot of times they tie it just enough to reality, just enough to certain events that you start to wonder, wait a minute, am I thinking, wait a minute? And you do start to wonder if you're imagining things and you do start to wonder if you're going crazy. And so that's number 1 is gaslighting. And and so you just you have to start documenting things. You have to start writing things down. Start journaling things and start pushing back. And start going no that's not how it happened it is not what was said it is not you know the way the events took place All right that's number 1 is gaslighting if you heard it with your eyes or if you heard it with your ears if you saw it with your eyes then then that's the way it happened All right trust yourself trust your gut number 2 another mind game that the narcissist loves to play, and this this is especially the covert narcissist, coverts love this one, is playing the victim. They, They like to turn things around so that they become the victim, especially if they are under attack for their own behavior. They like to make a lot of noise so that it makes it look like they're the ones who who's the victim and you're the one who is the problem. You're the one or somebody else is so that they don't have to be culpable. They don't have to take responsibility then for their own behavior. And that way, somebody else is the one that's causing all of the problems. And they, they even try to make other people feel guilty. And a lot of times it works, a lot of times it works. And, and you know, they can even get marriage counselors to believe that the other person is the problem. Third parties, blind monkeys, all kinds of people to believe that other people are the problem. File false allegations, use the court system, get the judges to believe, get the mediators to believe. You know, they can play the victim to all sorts of people, Uh, they can threaten they really can make it seem like somehow they are the victim in the relationship if the other person doesn't somehow change their 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 behavior in some way or do something so you know that they're being treated poorly that they're being treated unfairly and 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 it can happen very easily because of course narcissists are extremely easily slighted i mean the wind blows the wrong way and they're easily slighted you know you cannot even slight them you can say nothing about them it, it can be a conversation that's being had over here doesn't even have anything to do with them. And suddenly it's about them and now they're the victim. So, they can really cause a lot of trouble in this particular game where they're being the victim. The whole it's not fair thing. They're very good at the it's not fair thing and being the victim. So, that's number two. Coming up, more on negotiate your best life with Rebecca Zone. Make sure you have a strong strategy. Make sure you're using your leverage. Make sure that you are using every single possible tool that you have in your hands. Back to school season is coming up, which can be difficult for those going through a divorce, especially when child safety is a concern and here at Negotiate Your Best Life, my mission is definitely one to help divorce couples prepare, especially when narcissists are involved. And as you all know, I've partnered with Soberling for a long time And Soberlink is a system which helps with alcohol monitoring. It includes a breathalyzer device with facial recognition. It allows you to receive real-time updates and help co-parent so that, you know, monitoring can be involved anytime, anywhere, swift intervention to improve child safety. And they're offering free packets right now. Go grab them. They've got checklists, communication tips, and more. Get your free packet right now, soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.WinMyNegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive, where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. It's a form of destabilizing you. It's a form of confusing you. It's a form of making you feel like you're the crazy one and that there's something wrong with you. And and so that, that is a form of gaslighting. And now we return to today's show. is love bombing. It's another big mind game that they play. And I you know, this is a very misleading word because there is no love involved in love bombing. No love involved in love bombing. It's it's, it's all about manipulation. It's all about getting you to love them but there's no love happening in the other direction it's all about getting you to be charmed to think that there's something special that make you believe that they think that you know, you're special that you're incredible and that you're the most amazing human being that ever walked the planet even though They don't think anything of you other than, what are you going to eventually be able to do for them? How are you going to be able to make them look? Are you going to be able to give them adulation? Are you going to be able to service them in some way? What are you going to give them? Because they they want to give you as little as possible. As little as possible. They want to create, a a sense of dependency on, on them, just in the sense of, they don't want you to have to go outside the relationship for anything else. I mean, they want you to get all of your relationship, you know, needs met in that relationship, except that oddly, they don't want to have to give you anything in that relationship. It's it's you know, you're supposed to not go outside the relationship for anything, but you won't get anything from them either. So you just won't get any relationship needs met at all. You're just supposed to serve them. Period. So and and then there's they're just going to get withdrawals from you so you know at the end of the day you get nothing from anybody and then you're just supposed to serve them so and and you know they'll just treat you however they want to treat you they'll give you as little as possible and you know um it, it's just you know they'll be back and forth and then you know if they give you anything at all, then you're supposed to think that you, they're just amazing for doing that for you. I mean, if they give you coffee in the morning, then look at that. I brought you coffee. Look at this. Look how wonderful I am. You know, I mean, that sort of thing. So, love bombing at the beginning is is what they do to. Shower affection upon you and this is a business partnership too. They do the same thing if it's a business partnership as well. In order to gain your trust, in order to kind of groom you, condition you to get you into their world so that they can eventually withdraw that attention and affection and um, be You know, get that back from you. All right. So that's number three. Number four is playing hot and cold. And in this game played, this mind game played by the narcissist, they alternate between giving you that attention and affection and love, and then just abruptly shutting it off. And ghosting you and not returning texts or not returning calls or not returning any sense of affection or whatever. And they do this to create that feeling of insecurity and anxiety in their victims, in their targets, to try to keep you guessing to try to keep you feeling insecure, to keep you off balance, and make you feel confused, and make you feel off guard, and just to control you, because it's sort of evil and maniacal, and they kind of get off on it in a way as well, and they will—they want you to come back, and they want you to kind of, Beg and they want you to kind of feel like, oh, you know, please, 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 you know. And then when you do beg, they they want to be able to rebuff you and they want to be able to say no and they want to be able to reject you. And you know, they they enjoy that whole process too. And then they they enjoy the process of taking you back and and giving you the affection again. And they 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 like that and they, they enjoy the drama of it too you know narcissists enjoy a, a dramatic relationship they like they like all that craziness they don't they don't like just being even so that's another mind game that they play is this this hot and cold and so that's number 4 number 5 is triangulation and that is uh, you know, another name for that is flying monkeys. And this one is where they they go and to third parties and they try to line up people against you or for them in order to create this divide between you and other people and make you feel bullied. It's a form of bullying. It's to make you feel isolated. It's to make you feel like other people are against you or make you feel like they've got other people for you. And there's so many different ways that they can do this, you know, to make you feel like other people are having more important conversations with them or more substantive conversations with them or what are you talking about? with this other person or what are you telling this other person? Make you feel like you can't trust other people or make you feel like these other people are on their side or believing their lies and, you know, making you feel like no one else is going to believe you. And, you know, so why bother? Why bother trying to get anybody else to believe your side? you know, all of these kinds of things. And so, everyone else thinks this and no one else thinks that. Those are the kinds of things that they do and it's to make you believe that you shouldn't bother to try to go up against them because it's going to be a waste of time. And, you know, again, it's a mind game. And a lot of times, it's not nearly as bad as you think. And a lot of times, The flying monkeys have no idea that they're being used as flying monkeys. And by the way, they use judges in this way, counselors in this way, mediators in this way. And all I'm going to tell you is it ain't over till it's over. And I've seen what seems like a foregone conclusion not be a foregone conclusion. So don't think that it's a foregone conclusion unless it you know it's the, the end is actually the end. So you never know. You never know. Okay. So that's that's that. The next one is discrediting. And you know, again, it's it's a similar kind of thing as triangulation, but this one is even like a step further where they play this mind game by actually spreading false allegations, by actually filing false pleadings with the court system, or actually putting things out there on social media, or saying things about the person to co-workers, or, you know, really spreading things about the person, you know, that may be true or not true, But really trying to discredit the person by saying things that maybe aren't favorable. Maybe bringing something up about somebody's past. Maybe saying, you know, saying things that might make other people question the person's abilities, question the person's intelligence. And it can be quite damaging at times especially if it has to do with you know their work or their parenting abilities things like that just keep in mind that there are ways to combat that when it comes to work when it comes to parenting you know and again, I you know I go back to my SLAY methodology, strategy, leverage, anticipate, focus on you. Make sure you're documenting. Make sure you have a strong strategy. Make sure you're using your leverage. Make sure that you are using every single possible tool that you have in your hands. There are always ways to get what I call the cream to rise to the top because you can. And pivot that, you know? So, you know, step one, don't run. Step two, make a U-turn. Step three, break free. And that's how you write that ship and that's how you get things to turn around and that's how you get things to pivot. And that's, you know, you, you don't get things to shift. You don't get the dynamic to shift by running away completely, right? That is not how you get that dynamic to shift. Remember that narcissists are way more afraid of you than you are of them. You get that dynamic to shift by not running, by turning it all around, okay? So, don't take that bait. Do not take that bait. And I want you to put that in the comments right now. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait because you can win. You can turn this around and I've helped many thousands of people do that. I can help you do the same. So, don't take the bait, don't take the bait. And if you haven't gotten the crush my negotiation prep worksheet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Get it at crushmydeal.com. And if you are, you know, struggling and you need help with therapy, I do have a partnership with BetterHelp and you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash Rebecca Zung. We do have a partnership with BetterHelp, and they do pay us commissions. It doesn't cost you any extra. We just wanted to have a partnership with somebody that we could put out there and say, hey, we support, we're supported by this, you know, this organization. We trust them, and we wanted to be able to have something to offer you. So, make sure that you get the support that you need. And we also do have a private Facebook group, which is Narcissist Negotiators with Rebecca Zung. So, join my free private Facebook group if you want that extra support as well. All right, let's go to the last one. What is the last thing that narcissists do? What is the last mind game that is played by narcissists? Well, this is the biggie. This is the one that they all do, all of them, because they get narcissistic supply from this. And that is triggering you. And this is part of my A in SLAY, strategy, leverage, anticipate and focus on you. Anticipate that they're going to try to trigger you at every turn because they are, they love that. So, anticipate that and be two steps ahead of them. That's what I always say. Anything goes when it comes to getting a reaction out of you. They love it. A narcissist's ultimate goal is to control you. And so, therefore, triggering you is a tactic they use to get you to lash out, okay? That's what they they want you to do. Because, number one, it gives them supply. Number 2 they'll use your emotional reaction against you, right? And so remember that as long as they're getting that supply, they're never going to leave you alone ever. So do not do not take that bait as I said. Don't allow that. Okay? So don't take the bait, all right? Um and They will look for your weak points. They will look for ways. They will look for your Achilles heel. They will strike at it. They're like sharks with blood in the water. They're going to look for ways to to strike you, all right? And I do have an entire video on how to keep your cool against narcissists. That is the, the next video that you definitely need to watch. And if you haven't subscribed to this channel, make sure you do that now. Subscribe, hit that notification bell, and then go watch that video, How to Keep Your Cool Against Narcissists. And remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And then I will see you in that next video, How to Keep Your Cool Against Narcissists. I will see you there. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I will see you right here next Monday when we do another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. And remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening.